0: Welcome to The Working Wellbeing. My name is Nicole Tedeschi, and I'm your host who is shining light on the unique journeys of such brave individuals from all different backgrounds and occupations who are speaking out about their own struggles and what has helped get them through. Words of healing, learning, and growth. Hear conversations that are full of resilience and humanity. This platform is about mental health advocacy. And helping each other when navigating the everyday routines of life, no matter what that looks like. This is a space to relate and bring inspiration as we are here to get through together in unity. Thank you for being here. And I only hope that this podcast makes you believe more that your story matters, that you are capable of facing the unknown, that you are more than enough, and that you are not alone. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are doing well. Hence, the title of this podcast, the Working Well Being. I wanted to record an episode of my story. I thought it would be something great to share for you all to get some insight from me, the creator of this podcast, um, my intentions, my beliefs, and just my whole background story of why I wanted to create this podcast why mental health and what it means to me you know just having this platform and connecting with you all just has been so great so I wanted to say thank you so so much to everybody who has been following so far and been sharing and giving me your opinions your thoughts revolving around this topic of mental health and how important it is to ourselves, our life, and society as a whole. You all are amazing and definitely wanted to say that first and foremost. And so my best friend actually gave me the idea of asking on social media for any questions you may have that I could answer in this recording. So thank you everybody who took the time to put in a question. There was multiple that were the same question. So I kind of just combined them all that were different. And so I'm going to answer about four or five questions here that I got. Going to the first question, what sparked your interest on the topic of mental health? Growing up, I had a lot of anxiety, was more of a shy child, very introverted at the beginning of my life. I uh, didn't want to be in the center of attention and just wanted to, you know, be in my own little world of drawing in my sketchbook. And I would always draw uh, fashion and I was always intrigued in fashion design at a young age. And my mom got me into art classes and just. My parents really encouraged me and my sister to do what you love, no matter what that looks like. And it was just so great to have that at home. And so, but in school, I was bullied a lot. I was bullied for my weight and it really affected my mental health, how I saw myself, the confidence to show my work and be outspoken and, talk about my feelings and stand up for myself, it was, it really did affect that big time transition of learning about myself and, and seeing more and more of what I can do to help myself through those feelings of insecurities and, and anxiety and, and just overthinking and all different, all different feelings um, and motions. Also at a young age, I saw my dad go through chemo and radiation. He had cancer, um, lung cancer specifically. And my mom at the time was um, in and out of school. I'm getting her degree to be a mental health counselor and going through at a young age, Seeing my dad go through treatment and how scary it was to kind of just see what my dad was affected by with for his body, but also his mental health. It was really hard to face as a young child, seeing your parent in front of you and not know that they have a short time to live. I would see my mom after my dad comes home from one of his treatments and implement these mental health techniques, such as the tapping method. You know, my mom was such a great, amazing influence. After my dad passed away, she got her degree and she now has her own private practice and has been for many years now. She's been just such a light and such an influence to me in all different ways. Especially on the importance and topic of mental health. And so many meanings to the name of this podcast, but one huge meaning is I didn't fully grasp that mental health is crucial until I felt burnout. After college, working full time for the very first time, I was working at a job that I was not truly happy with, and it led to me not being happy with myself. I remember just working as much as I could, you know, that was just taking over my life and I would catch myself watching TV or talking with my partner and not fully listening, not fully being present because I was thinking about work and what I needed to do the next day or what I can do that night to set me up for the next day of work. And there was a lot of lack of boundaries. And I didn't know or didn't know how to set boundaries or just really how to work through that, which was in uh, 2019. And when I first made the decision to go into therapy for the first time, I saw that I was just not happy with my reactions and, and how I was letting all different things outside of me affect my mood and my joy And the feel of just laughter, I went through a period where I just felt like I couldn't genuinely laugh. I couldn't feel joy. It was so suffocating and it got to a point where I had multiple panic attacks and and anxiety attacks and just really felt like somebody else. And that was such a turning point because I experienced for the first time The effects of lack of work-life balance and how there's so many of us that are sacrificing so much and one of those sacrifices is on our mental health. It's definitely played such a huge inspiration and pretty much a wake up on striving for what I love honestly, over money. There is no amount of money that I am willing to put a toll on my mental health and being able to recognize myself. So I would say the last five years, I've really been doing my best to be in tune with my mental health. And I didn't get into the field like my mom did, but I've been able to incorporate mental health into my passions through my art, the work that I do as a marketing professional, and the love that I have found for social advocacy. Such a long answer, I know, but as you can tell, so many different reasons why for the topic of mental health and what has gotten me to tie that into what I do and what I stand up for. It's just so dear to my heart to stand for mental health because I know from my own experience that it's just crucial. It is absolutely something that needs to be just as a priority as physical health and one of my dear friends Darcel being in her podcast episode she says you are never too broken to be of service to humanity. You can definitely most definitely turn your pain into your biggest strength. And I feel as though I have done that in my own way when it comes to mental health. Next question is what made you want to start this podcast? All right. So along with a lot of what I said on the spark of interest on the topic of mental health, but as specifically doing, creating a podcast, I would say the beauty and inspiration of storytelling, of true storytelling, being able to talk about these challenges and the human connection overall, um, how much we can get out of hearing other stories and And just having a space to just freely talk about topics that just really bring courage and bravery, you know, utilize an outlet that is for everyone to feel that collaboration. I've always enjoyed connecting with others from all different backgrounds. And I think that uh, with my mom exposing my sister and I to her culture and traveling and And I think that really did really motivated and sparked an interest in different perspectives and sharing those perspectives. I really truly think that that's what gets us through is having the access and connections to all different perspectives that can help us think openly, not feel afraid to speak out and to voice what's going on could help somebody else. You know, it's just, you really never know what you say and it could be the smallest thing to you, but it can be a million different ways to help for another person leading to the next question. What are you currently working on to help yourself through tough times? So I would have to say, especially creating this podcast again, I'm not a mental health professional specialist. So everything I say is not the answer. But as far as for me and my own experience, building that confidence to voice my own beliefs and I'm working on different ways to communicate and I'm working on more acceptance on myself, even, even on the things that, get me frustrated about myself or accepting, you know, that I'm human and, and learning and being open to evolving myself in all different ways, health, communication, relationships, you know, how I see myself, uh, absolutely my self care and, and the different things that I can do to show myself care. There's always going to be different ways to do something. So just being open, I would say uh, setting those boundaries with myself and others too. the talk of boundaries has been more talked about just as of the last couple of years. And so looking into boundaries and the meaning of boundaries, my own meaning, what I need for myself truly and unapologetically, just being open to constantly learning about myself accepting that it's going to be ongoing and the beauty of that. And this really does lead to the next question. How do you get through irrational fears or thoughts? When I had really bad anxiety going into work, I would say out loud in the car. I knew I was by myself in a safe place and didn't feel, you know, judged. And so I would say, no matter how it turns out, no matter how the day is, you will face this, and you will face it with the best of your ability, whatever that looks like. And just keeping that language non-judgmental and also relieving that pressure and has been such a game changer for me to really in- introduce that language internally in my mind and being able to say it out loud. Um, and it really, I've seen. Just me being able to have that confidence in myself to take on whatever the day brings, whether it's good or bad. And I'm able to, you know, show up for myself, especially during that time when I was getting into full time work after college. I felt like it was just such a transition that I was so hard on myself. I felt like I lost all of the resources and the reminders, and just went through a lots of spirals, having those fears of what could happen. And what has helped me through those times is being completely fine with not knowing. A lot of my life, I felt like I needed to know, I needed to know what was going to happen. And it really took away being present for me personally. And just really seeing that it is okay to not know what's next and having just a really great support system, a really great group of people. It can be just one person. Um, Honestly, I'm a huge, huge believer that you don't need to have a crowd of like friends and, you know, just going to one person that you trust really does make a difference I'm lucky that I have a partner who has really been there for me, has created a space of openness and trust and honesty through panic attacks, just being there, just hold me while I am just in tears. And, and I was fortunate to have a small group of girlfriends growing up that really just changed the whole experience for me. When it came to just life and huge shout out, you know who you are. I could not be where I am without my amazing energy of people that just really light up so much and have influenced and encouraged me so, so much. Having that connection, I think, was really huge when it came to feeling like things are going to be okay. Whether that's a partner, a best friend, a therapist, felt easier to talk about as time went and just being patient, too. Uh, patience and giving myself patience and grace of acknowledging, you know, it's amazing that you are seeking help. It's brave, and not a lot of people can say this or do this, and a lot of people live the rest of their lives, not getting help. And so it's just so some things to just really acknowledge that you are making that step to feel better about yourself. Um, or even it's just, you know, helping through a relationship or communication or any, you know, your past experiences too. It's definitely something that is worth making a priority. There's just so many that don't have access. I just, you know, really hope that we keep striving towards more and more access, more awareness on this just such relatable topic of mental health. It's been amazing. And again, thank you so much to everybody who put in questions and I really hope to grow this podcast, reach as many people as I can and connect with so many different people. So definitely reach out if you want to collaborate, different topics that you want to see on the working well-being, all of your thoughts. I'm so open when it comes to evolving this platform and just constantly creating and learning. I appreciate you all and look out for the next episode. All right. Bye. Follow at The Working Wellbeing on Instagram and Facebook, as well as subscribe to hear it first on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.